Welcome or welcome back to B&B Anime. I am Blue and today I'm here with the very, very sore, but hopefully happy, brad doodle dandy Hi, I'm Brad. <laughs> Hi, you are Brad. Um, how has your day been? Fill everyone in at home as to why you're so sore. Uh, so, started my day with some DDP yoga, then went and worked a full shift, and then I just got done playing tennis for a little over three hours. We played... Four full sets, basically. Yeah, so basically you are now Etchizen Ryoma. Essentially. Yeah. I just wish I was uh, that good. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a he was a 12-year-old at the US Open. I don't think you're ever going to be that good. No, no. But I'll, I'll make it. I'll be fine. How are you? I'm all right. I'm doing okay. Uh, I had a bit of a, a crazy week. Some, I don't know, just like a lot of stuff happened this week. That's kind of left me a bit all over the place. But yeah, I don't know. I'm doing pretty good. I am going camping this weekend with my parents, Ew. which is nice. Yeah, the trees are all turning already here in Canada. So um, it's going to be a pretty cold one. Uh, but it's the, the it's the first and only time I'm going to get to go camping this season. So yeah, my parents have gone quite a few times, but I've been pretty busy um, with work. So I haven't managed to get away. But yeah, I figured I'd just just put it all on hold and it actually came at a really good time to be able to get away for a few days. So yeah, we're going Saturday morning and we should be back on Monday uh, at some point on the Monday. Well, there you go. Um, I hope y'all have yeah. fun. That'll be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. We're going to take the dogs. Tilly's now fully recovered from her surgery, so she's excited to go. Well, she doesn't know that we're going, but she will be excited to go once we go. Um <laughs> Yeah, and my dad has been working on the Volkswagen as well. So yeah, we now have a heater in it, which is nice because the fuse was was gone in that. Um, but it, currently the heater only works when the engine's on. So not 100% perfect yet. But yeah, we're getting there. We're slowly repairing our very old van. One day it'll, it'll be a, a fully functioning van. I don't know, the fridge works now, which is great. And we have running water, which is new. Last time I went out in that van, we didn't have either. You're getting there. You're getting there. Eventually, you'll be getting all set there. up and ready to go. Yeah, one of these days. Oh, and I also have um, a new foam mattress because I'm in the, the top. You know, like, uh, it's a 1983 Volkswagen camper van, for those who know. The, the, it's not like one of the 15-split window ones or anything. Those are sick, but they're super expensive. It's one of those slightly more modern ones. Still, like, retro, but not super retro. And, and so I'm in the top cabin. Because I don't want my, no offense, parents, but I don't really want my nearly sixty-year-old parents climbing up there. So, <laughs> yeah, I I jump up there. My mom is gonna kill me for that. She's like, I just had fifty, but uh, <laughs> uh, my dad is nearly sixty. So, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> just just keep digging that hole deeper, mate. I I am a hundred percent. I hope they don't listen to this episode, or I'm gonna be in so much trouble. Do your parents actually listen to this? My mom occasionally does. She doesn't understand anything about any of this. Okay. Uh, but she's very supportive. Mm -hmm. So she likes to to play them so that she can feel like she's aware of what I'm doing <laughs> with <laughs> my life. I don't know. But yeah, no, my dad just gets updates from my mom and my mom doesn't really know what she's going on about. So, you know, it is what it is. Hey, I listened to this thing that your daughter made today. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. <laughs> yeah, mom and dad. Do your parents? Uh, do your family listen to your um to this to any of the 
You do do the No, Bree Bree is the only person that I know of that listens to this. At least family wise. Now I do know two of the managers around me listen to it. Yeah, I don't know anybody in Alberta that listens to it. So if there's any Albertans out there, hello. I am in your province. <laughs> But yeah, today we're going to be covering Fuka, but before... Well, every time I say that, I think I've said something really bad. Um, <laughs> uh, I know where you're going with this. I hope you're ready, because I don't know if you noticed or not, but this past weekend was the Crunchyroll Expo. Mm-hmm. So I have a metric ton of stuff to talk about for the news, so I hope you're ready. Oh, well, let's let's jump into it then. Uh, but we will be getting to Fuka later on in the podcast, so if you are here for that, uh, we will get there. We just ramble a lot beforehand. Um, Us yes. ramble? No. No, I don't think I don't think we ramble. I think what is that thing? Uh, Unchained. What is that film? What <laughs> Why have I got ramble unchained about? in my head? You... Rambo. Rambo. Uh huh. I got there eventually. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> word association oh with blue um yeah no my adhd has been messed recently oh i got an x-ray this week speaking oh, of another ramble i did on my wrist so yeah long long story short i have i think carpal tunnel mm-hmm. don't know but i injured my wrist when i was like 15 years old and it's been hurting consistently since then and uh yeah like just seven years cash you know pain in my wrist every day and i've had multiple x-rays on it it's been like i go to physiotherapy for it quite frequently um for like other things as well i have hypermobility so i supplicate and dislocate my joints pretty easy and it was originally a supplication injury that then i didn't treat because i didn't know i had hypermobility at the time so i just thought that i'd hurt my wrist and i didn't really go to the doctors for it and ended up getting worse and then by the time i did go to the doctors for it there wasn't really much i could do I didn't really go to a very good doctor either when I first went to the doctors because he gave me an x-ray, said it's not broken, sent me on my way. I came back like six months later, I said it still hurts. And he said, well, the only thing I can do is put a metal splint in there and like then you can't move your wrist. And I'm like, oh, great, thanks. So then I left and didn't go back. But I recently been going to the new doctor and she's been running a bunch of tests, blood tests for tests for like cartilage, stuff like that. And I'm going to a nerve specialist at some point in the near future. The appointment is between... (laughs) three and six months from now because that's how specialists work and uh, I've already already been to a rheumatologist for it but now I'm going to a nerve specialist for it the rheumatologist was where I was diagnosed with hypermobility and where they started looking into EDS and dismissed Marfan syndrome so if you know anything about that that's how that all came about and yeah so now I I have an appointment with a nerve specialist they required an x-ray so I had an x-ray this week on my wrist best of luck gambate thanks I appreciate it it's kind of hard when it's your right wrist and you're an artist. And you're right-handed. I'm right-handed. So you're just you're just in all sorts of shit, aren't you? I am. I'm having a great time. Such a great time. Mm-hmm. You poor thing. Mm-hmm. What was that about being vicious on the last podcast? I'm incredibly vicious. Considering you're constantly broken? I, I'm so broken that my pain tolerance has increased to the point where I can be even more vicious because I don't feel injuries. Or maybe you're just so pain. vicious, that's why you keep getting broken. I I enjoy viciousness. <laughs> is that is that something to enjoy? I think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the idea of being vicious. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would in practice in like practice. Uh huh. But in my brain, I'm like, yeah, I could beat up a dude. No, I can't. 
<laughs> yeah, I can. I can beat up a guy. Like, yeah. I have faith in you. You can do it. Mm. You can do anything you set your mind to. I would absolutely fight dirty, though. Like, that's... I am fully aware of that. If I was in a circumstance where I had to, I, there's no honor in me and fighting. There's no honor in fighting anyway. You fight to win or you're going to lose. That's true. Or you could just bite people's ears off. Yeah, that's the thing. It's happened a few times. Twice by the same guy. Yeah. Did you know he's going to fight again? I did hear this. I think he's fighting this weekend. I am very intrigued. Like, dude's old. Real old. I'm excited to see how this goes down because I saw a video of him training and getting ready for it. I'm like, oh my lord. Tyson you... is ripped and just, ready to go. I just thought of something really stupid and I have to share. Okay. It's just like, if he had a child that was male who he also fought. And you know, like when, when dads are like, you know, you wrestle with them and they're like, ah, you got me. Do you think he would do that? But his pride would kind of get in the way, but not too badly. So he'd be like, ah, you got me. It's a tie, son. I wish you could see my face right now with the <laughs> amount of literal disgust that is just written all over it. <laughs> I, thought it was, I cringed when I thought of it. That's how I knew it was a bad one. Because as soon as it came into my brain, I cringed. And that's why I was like, I have to share this. So, news? <laughs> news. Yeah, let's get it. Yeah, what was that about rambling? We don't do that. No, no, the... Dr. Stone, Stone Wars, <laughs> Season 2, has officially been announced for Ooh, January wait. 2nd. Oh, 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 I mean, yeah, it's not- uh, For you, you're not even going to get to watch it until April anyway, so what, what, uh, what are you I might, about? I might make an exception for Dr. Stone, because I enjoyed the first season so much. I hope so, because we're going to have to discuss it, like, every episode of the podcast, yeah, I, like, as it's coming out. I really enjoyed Dr. Stone. And it's I do want to so get good. more into watching things week to week. I know that I need to, but yeah, I just forget about them. Here's the thing. We're going to cover ReZero at the first week of October once the first mm -hmm. core is wrapped up. And mm -hmm. you're going to look at me whenever we record that episode and you'll be like, you know what? You're right. I should have been fucking watching this week to week. Because, mate, <laughs> look, this week's episode, I'm every single week, I'm constantly baffled by how much they're able to to introduce and bring about and explain and yet continue to just leave me wanting more and more and more. But then I have to wait for next week's episode. I'm impatient. You're impatient. I'm the one who actually yeah. has to wait week to week for this shit. You're the one who waits for it to all come out and be like, oh, I'm a bench now. But that's because I'm so impatient that I can't bother waiting week to week. So I'd rather just not and forget about it and then binge it all at once that just makes you less impatient than me i don't know about that mate i feel like it makes me it definitely makes me more lazy maybe you win on impatient i think i win on lazy yeah and yet we're both at the busiest and stretched as possibly thin as we could humanly be so <laughs> is that technically being lazy well i barely moved from my office so i mean if i'm not out playing tennis or at work i'm Either lying in bed or sitting out in the barn watching anime. So <laughs> I just I I just pictured you like in a hay bale. <laughs> I'm just explained like, with your to you. laptop. I've explained to you about what the barn is, right? <laughs> I know, but every time you say it, it's like a red barn with a cow over your shoulder and a horse in the corner and a goat nibbling at your shoes and you're just sitting there on a hay bale. 
No, I mean, they, they all just gather around and they watch mouth. it too. Like, just have a giant 95-inch HD 4K TV just plastered on the wall and we all gather around and watch anime together. <laughs> just you and the barnyard animals. Hey, they tell me it's quite moving. Oh. <laughs> I, guess that's why, I guess that's why you preferred uh, My Little Monster, because of that damn chicken. That damn chicken is the best thing about that show. That's a good band name. That, that damn, damn chicken. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else would be a really good band name on the same what? like wavelength as that? What? The Scaredy Cats. Mm. Why do I feel like they'd be a girl group? Now, I'd be even better if it was a all-male boy band and they wore cheetah print stuff. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I'd go see at least one concert. Why not? Or like a hair metal band. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm game. I would. I would go see this. Make this happen, please. <laughs> Somebody out there who plays hair metal, throw together a quick band. Do it. Send us tickets. We will review yep. it on the podcast. Yep. I'm down. Anyways, news. News. Rising of the Shield Hero second season has also been announced to premiere in 2021. We do not have a set release date, but considering it was announced this past weekend, I would assume summer. I'm glad it got a second season. I think the Rising of Shield Hero was, it's kind of like in that lump of isekai anime that gets a bad rep because like so many came out all at once. Mm -hmm. um, but I enjoyed the Rising of Shield Hero. I don't think it's a, an incredible watch, but I do think that it is, it's entertaining. I enjoyed it. A lot of people really enjoyed it. Like that was a lot of people's favorite anime for mm -hmm. last year. Yeah. Now granted, it kind of didn't hold up compared to like Demon Slayer and whatnot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited. Mm -hmm. So I'm totally game to watch it because one of my really good friends kept pestering me as it was coming out week to week and I just didn't get around to it. Mm -hmm. I definitely wouldn't classify it as one of my favorite animes from last year or as my favorite anime from last year. But I do think that it was it was very entertaining. I enjoyed it. I remember it, which is like how I can tell if I enjoyed an anime or not, mm -hmm. because I have an awful memory. I think all you guys know this. I That's why I have to take notes, because I cannot remember stuff. And and I have a really, really bad short-term memory, aided by a prior concussion. Same. <laughs> yeah, just fun stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. And, uh, and so I have a really bad short-term memory. But I remember quite a bit about The Rising of Shield Hero, and because of that, I, I kind of rank it higher than other isekai, because I watched a lot of isekai. We covered, actually, a fair few isekai when we first started this podcast. We watched, like, four isekais in a row. And this one, and... Uh, uh, yeah, that one was probably one of my favorites out of the, all the ones that we covered. Four isekai I, in a row? Eight. We only I covered know. two in a row. Okay, fine. But we covered, like, a lot of isekai. I mean, ReZero felt like a lot of isekai. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily a bad thing. But, but it then felt there like was a lot of isekai. Grandfather's child, oh, is that what it is? Wise Man's Grandchild. Why Wise Man's Grandchild, which I enjoyed, but I don't remember it as much as I I liked the romantic element of it. I thought it was sweet, but I and I didn't think it was as cool as Rising of Shield Hero. I remember us saying that we would like to watch a, sec a second season, and I wouldn't mind watching a second season because I did leave us on quite a cliffhanger. That'd be one of those I would watch a second season, but I would not watch it week to week. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, but like I, I would for you're, you. You're not I one. You're not one to talk. <laughs> no, I know, but I wouldn't recommend that you watch it week yeah. to week, and I wouldn't recommend that anybody else watch it week to week either. But I would say that if somebody hadn't seen the first season, I'd say, hey, hold off for the second season. I'll watch the second season. If the second season's really bad, don't bother. If the second season's good, then watch both seasons and binge. Mm -hmm. Speaking of second seasons, but it's not a second season. It's a third season. Mm -hmm. 
Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon Season 3 has been officially slated to start premiering on October 2nd of this year. Oh, wow. That's recent. I'm excited. Coming. Yeah. That's close. It's so good. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Speaking of October, um, this is just a your family lives on the other side of the world kind of thing. This happens a lot in my family. I found out, we knew that there was somebody in my family was pregnant. Mm-hmm. But because we live on the other side of the world, we didn't know who was pregnant. Mm-hmm. We just heard rumors of there being a baby. We recently found out who it is that is pregnant. Um, and they're due in October. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's soon. Uh-huh. Because that's it's, it's, that's how it works when you live on the other side of the world. Your family's just like, oh, yeah, we'll tell them. And then life gets in the way. And like, it's totally normal because I do that too to them. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I am starting this new career path or I moved out or I did this, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll tell the family. And then like two years go by and I'm like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't told them. Um, it's very normal. But yeah, so I have a cousin that is pregnant with her second child. Hopefully a little boy, because that family has four girls. Not that exact family, but my aunt has two children. Those two children between them have, I think, four girls. I think. I don't know. I've never met any of them. And then there is a new baby going to that family. So maybe we'll switch it up a bit. Congratulations. Yeah. So if my if my cousin is listening... I hope it all goes well, and good luck having two Scorpios in the family, because her other, her first child is also a Scorpio. Uh, I am a Scorpio, so I know that we're devils. Gunbate. Yeah. So, I can't remember if I talked about this last week, but I'm going to bring it up again, because I'm excited. Mm-hmm. My Hero Academia Heroes Rising has an official DVD release date of October 27th of this year. Right, okay. I'm excited. I didn't get to go see this in theaters, because I was in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> So I'm yeah, so excited. So yeah, you're going to keep pre-order it, get your hands on it, get your little grubby mitts on it? Uh, Of course, because we're literally covering it the next day. Yeah, that's true. I'm excited. I'm mitts. so excited. I can't wait. Such excite. Such excite. My hero is so good. I cannot contain my excitement. Are they doing like a special release? Like I know sometimes they like add extra things in DVD boxes and stuff to get increased sales. I don't know. I don't know if they're doing any like special editions of this, mm-hmm. so I have no clue. But I do have a steelbook for Weathering with You and Your Name ordered, mm-hmm. so I'm waiting to get those because the box art for those steelbooks are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm I really for... I've been looking at um Spirited Away merchandise because I really like. Oh shoot, what's his name? No face. No, the dragon. Haku. Yes, Haku in his dragon form. Mm-hmm. That artwork, so pretty, and I want something with that on it. And I've seen like a few, like I, I've seen like a few like fan made plushies and things like that that are quite cute. But I haven't found anything that's stuck with me. But I'm looking out and keeping my eyes peeled. So if you guys know any really cool Haku merch, tweet at us or like Instagram tag us in it or something because um I'm I want to I want to see you know? I want to get something. So it's been ages. So I don't even know if I'd be able to find it anymore. However, I remember seeing a t-shirt or a hoodie or you can get it designed however the hell you wanted it to anyway. But it was Haku and Shinron from Dragon Ball like intertwined with one another. Oh, cool. And I was like, that's sick. That's really cool. I'm a big fan of Dragon Ball and Spirited Away. So like that is right up my alley. Mm. Yeah, I just really like the colors and in Haku and the the way that he's drawn. I don't know. I I think it's really cool. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I wouldn't mind having a, a hoodie or something with him on it. 10 out of 10. Wouldn't buy again. Mm, yeah. So if you guys see any cool merch, please tag us in it. We want to see. We, or, like, if you have, like, cool fan drawings or something of your favorite animes and crap. Like, we, Brad and I are both artists. We love art. So if you do, like, art stuff, tag us in it. We want to see. Yeah, tag us in it. Or we could repost it. Yeah. Yeah, like, we'd be more than happy to show it off. Yeah, absolutely. Now, last piece of news. This is the most exciting thing that I had to cover. So, of course, I had to save the best for last. Are you ready Mm -hmm. for this? I'm ready. I'm holding on. The Your Lion April creator, Naoshi Arakawa, has officially unveiled their next project. It is going to be a simultaneous film and weekly anime release. And it's about soccer or football. Uh, Are you ready to cry? I'm ready to cry. I'm... Sports? (laughs) My sport. Ah. Sports? And the show that has nothing has comparatively broke me nearly that bad. So you are just, you're in trouble all the way around, aren't you? I'm in trouble. Uh Uh-oh, we're in trouble. Something's going on and I don't know the words. Oh boy. Um, yeah. I'm, that's gotten me really excited, but also incredibly scared. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to feel things. Why would you make me feel things? No, but yeah, that's, that's exciting. Um, I'm excited. I'm ready to cry. I watched the teaser trailer and I'm just, I'm ready. Is that all the news we had? That is, right? Huh? News. Yes, that is it for the news. So, are you excited to discuss our first ever manga slash anime covering episode i i am i am i am so we are going to be focusing still mostly on the anime but we have both read the manga separate to the anime or at least we read up to um and a little bit past well i know you finished the whole thing but like i read up to and a little bit past what is covered in the anime i've only finished the whole thing three times just casually so um, we are going to be covering, yeah, like I said, both the manga and the anime. The manga and the anime are very different from each other up to a certain point. Like, they're they're very similar in the beginning, and then they separate drastically a little bit further in, which is why we're covering both. So if you haven't read um, the manga, or you haven't watched the anime, but you've read one or the other, and you're not sure that you want to, like, you want to read both and you don't want one of them spoiled, just fair warning, we're going to be covering both of them. So when we put on the spoiler hat, it is the spoiler hat for both the manga and and the anime, and they are very different from each other. So, yeah, I recommend that you read and watch before we get in there, but we're not going to put the spoiler warning on yet because we are going to do a quick rundown of everything, backstory, all of the details of behind the scenes, all that jazz, which Brad is going to get into uh, right now. So the manga was written by Koji Seo. Mm -hmm. It was published by Kodansha, and the English publisher was Kodansha USA. It's a shonen. Hmm. It was published weekly in the Weekly Shonen Magazine. Its original run ran from February 12th of 2014 all the way through April 4th of 2018. Whenever it was, I was reading this as it was still coming out. I had to wait for a new chapter to be released every month. I was, I was not okay. Yeah, I'm doing that right now with, uh one manga and it's been delayed because of covid and i'm so sad about it and i've been sitting on this next volume that i've been waiting to come out for like months it was supposed to come out the beginning of summer it's supposed to come out in june i'm still waiting on it so i feel you 
There are a total of 20 volumes along with a special volume. Now, the anime television series, it was directed by Kaizo Kusakawa. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just I was just saying that the manga and because they're so different, it's hard to like say where they end. Mm. You know, well, where they, they like match up. They match up I think all the way up through around episode eight of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they start to like really diverge. Really distance. Yeah. But then but I'd say that episode the anime covers- 10 is whatever. It's just like done. So yeah. Yeah. And I'd <laughs> or say Or chapter yeah. 34 to 35 in the manga is whenever the big event mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. And then past that, I'd say up to 45, chapter 45 is when- um, the anime ends and the manga kind of ends in that, like, that that kind of matches up. But because the stories are so different past that point, it's hard to put a definitive on which chapter is the end of the anime. Mm-hmm. So I'd say it's around chapter 45, but I went up to, I read up to chapter 50 just to make sure that I had covered everything. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes into a new arc, but there's no real resolution like there is in the anime. They wrap it up, put a nice little bow on it. On In the manga they don't do that, then they go straight into the next arc. Mm. So it's really hard to, like, tell where it ends. The show initially ran from January 6th of 2017 through March 24th of 2017 for a total of 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a short one. It is very short. And, mm-hmm. I mean, again, we're about to get into why it was so short. However, what did you think about the music? I liked it. For someone who doesn't like this type of music, I actually really enjoyed it. I really liked the instrument, the instrumentation. I thought there was the instrumentation, the instrumentals. Mm -hmm. I know words. I can speak. Um, I thought they were really good. I thought that they, um, because uh, the story is focused around the lead singer and the bass player in a, like, pop rock band, I guess. It's a rock rock. band. Yeah, rock. It's kind of poppy. I wouldn't say it's full rock. Pop rock. So it's focused around that. And I thought they were very, very clever in making the bass significant in the music, but also not sounding like it was written for a bass player, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, the that song that I added to your, like, stream playlist or whatever, the Wings of Light song that you'll be yeah. introduced to later in the manga, that was definitely written, like, very heavily with the bass in mind. Yeah. However, the fact that we even got that song in general, like the artist who did the music for the show actually went in and they wrote that song and then released it after the fact. And I was like, you you have literally given me hope. Yeah. Because I absolutely adored the music in this. Fuka was one of the, it was one of the first shows that I started watching as I was like starting to get back into anime because that was yeah that was right after i started to get back into anime Mm -hmm. and so i immediately fell in love with the music and right after i finished the whatever the fuck i'm trying to say right after i finished the anime i decided to go seek out the manga because this was the first show that i watched where i was like huh i wonder how the manga for this would be and And then then (laughs) hit with that yeah i (laughs) i was not okay (laughs) yeah I'm not okay. Sorry, I'm just my 14-year-old self is coming out there. No, you're fine. (laughs) Um, 
Spoiler chicken hat time? Let's, uh, yeah, so overview first, then spoiler chicken hat. Um, yeah, it's focused around a young girl named Fuka and a young boy named Yu. And they are first year in high school, I think. I'm pretty sure first year. Uh, yes. Yes. And Fuka's kind of a little bit lost. She's like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I, I'm really good at track and field, but I don't have any passion for it. And I am like... I kind of floating through life right now. And Yu is a teenage boy who's like addicted to his phone. He tweets everything. He's, you know, very like phone focused. He doesn't have friends really. He's just kind of in his bubble. But hey man, he's got 489 followers on Twitter though. He's he's a big deal. He's a big deal, you know. <laughs> he's a real big deal. And uh, he and her meet under some incredibly, incredibly embarrassing circumstances that I cringe at so bad. No, um, you, no. <laughs> uh, I skipped it in both the manga and the anime. I couldn't handle. Um, yeah, no, couldn't handle. That's so embarrassing. Anyway, <laughs> the second embarrassment on that actually gave me, like, physical reaction. I was sweating reading that. No, I can't handle it. No. Um, anyways. And they meet under incredibly embarrassing circumstances that nearly made me vomit. And they keep meeting under embarrassing circumstances. And they end up connecting and becoming intertwined with each other's lives. And you ends up saying to Fuka, hey, maybe music should be a thing for you. And so they kind of like assemble a couple of other teens and put together a band. And then you also has a childhood friend who just so happens to have been quite successful in music in her own right. And it kind of creates a love dynamic kind of thing. It is on the romance side, especially the anime is much more like love uh, triangle focused. It goes like very heavy in with like the lovey-dovey stuff, whereas the the manga shows a lot more character development and character yeah. growth, although it does focus on the relationships. It does. Between the characters, it very much, like, it's more you-focused rather mm -hmm. than focused on everything else around mm -hmm. them. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it's just about them progressing through life, trying to figure out who they are as people. The manga has a very specific event that happens that changes everything. And the anime does not have that event, although it has like a little homage to that event, I guess. It hinted at it. It hinted it, at it, it so hard. And it then did. nope. And and then nope. Yeah. And and so yeah, there's a huge difference in both. And when we get to that point in the discussion, we will make it known that that is the point beforehand. So if you have only watched the anime, we'll talk all the way up to that point. We'll get to that point and then we'll put on a second spoiler chicken hat for either the manga or the anime, depending on which one you haven't seen. And we'll say, this is the big event that is very different in between both. And so if you haven't read one or the other, there will be a second spoiler hat added later on before the big event. So if you want to figure out what the difference is, feel free to do so. But yeah. Now, is your head big enough for two chicken hats? Because mine isn't. Um, depends on how big the chicken hat is. I'm talking like full, like chicken costume, spoiler chicken hat. I could put it on Tilly. I'll count it. That would be adorable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the overview. It's just them going through life, trying to figure out who they are as people, as musicians, learning the ways of the world and figuring out their love lives as teenagers. And there is some LGBT representation in this show. Just casually. Just slipped in there, which is really nice to see. I love that. 
I figured you would be a big fan of that. I'm absolutely a huge fan of that. I love when characters are just casually part of the rainbow. You know, I don't, I mean, I still appreciate it when like it's a, a BL or GL kind of situation as well. I'm all down for that too. But like, it's really nice when you're just watching a show and one of the normal characters is just a normal person and they just so happen to be part of the rainbow. That's really cool. I really appreciate that. Um, and there was in this show, which is great. Love that. Spoiler chicken hats on! Episode 1, Fuka. Why was I so dramatic? And the curtains rise, episode 1. We will now be discussing Fuka today on your podcast of BNB Anime. Enter high stage left. Enter stage Yuharina left. running around mm. on his phone. Fuka running down the alleyway, tries to jump over a barricade, and lands! Crotch first onto our main hero. Mm. Calls him a pervert. Breaks his phone because she thought he was taking upskirt photos, although he could have been. Who's to say? But and also, then she, away. Uh, she ran into him, and then she's like, "How dare you? Like, I told you to move." And then, like, she sees that he's holding his phone, and she's like, "I'm gonna break your phone now." That is so presumptuous of her, and that's what made me cringe. Is and yet she gets on to him for making assumptions. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just, uh, it made me cringe, the second-hand embarrassment of that, of her just being like, how dare you, I'm like, how full of yourself are you to think that that's, I mean, yes, he was looking, but, like, also, you had your underwear on full display, so. Yeah, you're the one, like, jumping over barricades and jumping over people. In a in mini a skirt. skirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, the fuck? <laughs> Uh, and then getting mad at him and breaking his phone like that is so dramatic I mean if somebody's taking an upskirt photo of you and you know they'd have and there's no question about it yeah okay go ahead you do you but if you jump on someone knock them over and then quickly stand up then accuse them of taking an upskirt photo and break their phone I'm sorry but that's on you you are dramatic like whoo cringe anyways yeah you <laughs> he is our main character he has transferred um from to tokyo from the country his parents have moved to america because they need to get rid of them so the plot line works he is living with his three sisters uh two older sisters one younger sister and they always walk around naked because plot and yeah <laughs> They send him to go get dinner one day. When he goes to get dinner, he barrels into Fuka. Uh, she is dramatic. And then the next day, he happens to go to school because he's trying to go to school to be a student and do school stuff. And, <laughs> and he's trying to register. And the same thing happens. He is standing on the rooftop. She's also standing on the rooftop, but slightly higher than he is. He's taking a picture of the view, and then he turns around to take another picture of the view, and sees her on the rooftop, takes a picture of her instead, possibly. And then the wind blows, and she's in a miniskirt, and above him, and she then turns around, sees him holding up his phone, with her in a miniskirt, and jumps off the, the rooftop, barrels him over, um, and then throws his temporary phone off of the roof to where it gets like, lost. yeets it. Yep. Now, to be fair, he did deserve it this time. This time he deserved it. But, well, no, I still wouldn't necessarily say he deserved it because he wasn't taking an upskirt photo. He was just taking a photo of her on the roof and the wind happened to blow at that time. He cannot control the wind. But I would deserved also <laughs> say that he did know that she is temperamental because of the last incident. So he's kind of thick. 
Just a little bit. Because if you don't think that that's going to be the conclusion when of what previously happened, then, I mean, that's kind of on him as well. Yeah, and also don't take bit. pictures of people without the permission. But still, it was a really cool photo. <laughs> um, that doesn't excuse anything. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyways. She's his classmate, Funzies. And she happens to be a huge fan of a young musician who you happen to be close with in grade school. Um, she invites herself along to the movies with you because of her love for this specific musician who goes by two names. She goes by Tamachan, which is a nickname that you gave her when they were really young. So that's what he calls her. But everyone else knows her as Kyuki. And so, yeah, both you and Kyuki kind of go by two names throughout the show. Um, and Fuka does as well because she goes by both her first and last name, depending on who is talking to her the rest of the characters kind of only have one name but those three switch between two names so you may hear me be like call her tamachan you may hear me call her kyuki but they're the same person yeah so she goes along to the movies because she's got a track in the film and they end up pretending to be a couple so they can get free like phone charms and they blush and it's adorable and very cute and after the movies um fuka thanks him for a lovely time on the date and informs him that they may become a real couple in the future. Uh, she is bold. Girl is bold. I appreciate a bold woman. She is a bold woman. And that's the first episode of the anime. There isn't much difference between that and the manga. It really doesn't start to get like there really doesn't start to be a difference until after the festival. Yeah, I th there's a couple differences, slight differences, but it's mainly it's pretty much panel for panel. Yeah, it's like up through what is it, episode six, seven, something like that. There's not a whole lot of difference. Yeah, I agree. Episode two, take flight. You, uh, Fuka, and a classmate, uh, Mikasa are tasked with cleaning the school pool after class. This is also an incredibly embarrassing event. <sighs> because you are so presumptuous. <laughs> they always assume everything. They don't just wait for results. They just like, I guess, uh, why do you make me watch stuff that makes me cringe? <laughs> have you ever started to think that I might do it on purpose? I have, and I hate you for it. Uh... Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't. No need to have so much hatred in your heart for me trying to show you good anime. <laughs> the thing, though, is that you make me feel emotions, and I am an emotionless being. I'm the yin to your yang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have been put in your life to show you emotion. <laughs> Why does that sound like a, a plot to, like, Lord of the Rings or some shit? Like, that sounds like a medieval, like, uh, all of a sudden an elf is gonna come down from the ceiling and be like, hey, feel. Avoid <laughs> emotion to rule them That makes all. me the bad guy. The bad guy doesn't feel anything, and then at the end of the movie turns to the good guy. I'm making you feel feelings while I'm also trying to kill off feelings for myself. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so this trio, Mikasa is uh, the rainbow lad. He is full rainbow. And they are cleaning the school pool after class, but you is troubled because he spotted Fuka like crying in the hallway and when he like called her name she just like turned around and ran off and so then he walks over to the window to see what she was looking out at and she sees and he sees uh Mikasa sitting there by the fountain just minding his own business and he assumes because he's cringe that she's crying over him just looking out the window crying at him 
How dramatic is that? Very bold, but also it's, super dramatic. It's so dramatic. Could you imagine? The, oh my god, that's so... Like, in high school, I would have never... That is so embarrassing. To just be, like, standing there in a hallway with students just walking by, just crying, looking out the window, and there's just a guy just <laughs> out the window, and you're just looking at him crying. Like, how... I'm sorry. It's, real life is not a thing in this anime. No. Because... It's... It is a slice of life that is as far from reality as humanly possible. <laughs> it's it's so in like ah uh, yeah no it makes me like feel so much secondhand embarrassment that it's not it, even at least the manga doesn't make you feel it as bad. Yeah, For no, the but manga, this... I I could just read it and just be like oh no this is fine, but watching it in the show I feel cringe. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's really bad. It's really bad. So anyway, they're cleaning this pool. And yeah, no, then he's just like, uh, uh, stuff happens. I skipped a lot of it because I couldn't handle how embarrassing it was. And yeah, it all comes out that he's gay. Misaka is uh, um, hella gay. And he's like, you're more my type than she is, which then makes you incredibly embarrassed. But yeah, anyway, it all comes out. That he he's also really popular. This, this uh, Misaka guy, he's like super popular. He is like all the girls love him because he's a ladies' man that's he's, not into ladies. Exactly, <laughs> and he's very blunt about that. Um, that he is not into ladies, but they still like him anyway. And I, there's like this element of like girls around the school shipping him with other men, <laughs> other boys in the school. Um, I die which is... every time that happens, especially <laughs> the festival scene oh my god yeah i died I when they're like speculating who swings what way and if there's a, a three-way love triangle going on with the, the boys in the band it's very and then funny. all the girls just back away like is that true is it true <laughs> uh yeah no uh it's very it's very amusing i love it so much and uh but yeah he's a complete ladies man and um so you kind of did have some ground to stand on in the fact that he didn't know that Amisko is heck and gay and he is always surrounded by females so there is uh, I don't know, he could just be friends with them though but you know what I mean. Anyway that all happens and the, my point in that was is that he is really popular because he's good looking and he uh, speaks in hot guy language and <laughs> he, he does speak uh, in hot guy language a lot he does and he was also really really well known for being a like a, a competition winning pianist when he was younger. So those are the important details. Hot guy language. Kosei. Pianist. Um, <laughs> that because... sounded, that did not come through Discord well. Uh, that's why I was giggling because I was like, I, he, he's gay and I just said pianist and it made me giggle. Um... Hot guy. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it came through on Discord. Oh, yeah, uh, I know what how... you meant. But oh my god. (laughs) Probably how it picks up on the recording as well, which is hilarious, and I'm fully down for it. Just gonna amplify Um, that. That's amusing. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) my point is, Fuka drags you to uh, Kyuki's concert. He actually turned Kyuki down because they've been talking on Twitter. I like how you turn into Becky whenever you start talking about Twitter, like on on Twitter. Twitter. I can't say Twitter. Twitter sounds so weird in my accent. So I have so to say you just Twitter. Go full Becky. I go full Becky, so it's Twitter. Um, no, yeah, because Twitter sounds weird. I could say Twitter, but that's like 
that's going to then send me like real local and people are going to understand what I'm saying. So, Twitter. We're just getting all the accents on this We're episode. getting all the accents. Anyways, so I'm going to get on track. I swear. I could do this. I could say things in the right order without getting off track. I could do this. I swear. All right. You ready? Grab on because we're going for a ride. I need a you. drink. <laughs> you and Fuka go to Kyuki's concert. You turned Kyuki down to go to her concert because he had already made plans with Fuka. In the manga, he made plans with Kyuki first, then made plans with Fuka, then cancelled plans with Kyuki so that he could go with Fuka and then ended up at Kyuki anyway. In the anime, he makes plans with Fuka and then can't with Kyuki because he already made plans with Fuka. So they cut out one in the anime. I'm just... I'm so humored by how your pronunciation of Fuka is just slowly deteriorating the longer we do this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like if you break to. up Koyuki, it just starts going to Fiyuka. <laughs> I'm trying, okay? Before long, I'm trying it's to, to turn into fuck. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Um. Okay. I'm the tired one. And yet, I'm not the one derailing this. Uh, <laughs> I've been up since four o'clock in the morning and I went to bed at like two. Hugs. All the hugs. Oh, I, I have such a big mug of coffee in front of me right now. Um, down it. Down the whole thing. Extra I, shot of espresso. Like, it, it's like three quarters empty. Um, yeah, so they end up going to Kyuki's concert. <laughs> and Kyuki and you have been talking on Twitter re like reintegrating into each other's lives what am i re will they get to, they're catching they are up getting reacquainted reacquainted that's the word i wanted and they yeah they're they're talking to each other again and f- you you does not tell fuka about kyuki even though fuka is a massive fan of kyuki they go to a concert kyuki sees you in the audience and then after the concert, uh, Fuka then reveals that uh, she has, I think it's called Synthesasia? Synth- Synthesasia? I don't know. I meant to look it up, but I didn't. Um, basically where you hear sound as colours or you see sound as colours. Mm-hmm. I think it's synth- Synthesasia, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, so she was saying that she thinks that um, Kyuki during the concert was singing more yellow today as opposed to her usual blue. All their songs are ballads, they're love songs. And so you and her, Kyuki, talk on the phone and she's got a massive crush on him. And it's kind of really adorable. Like you can't be mad at Kyuki throughout this show. She has a really cute crush on him. And I, I really enjoy the relationship dynamic in the manga more though. Yeah. Because it, like, the show makes it seem like it's, actually, they very much make it seem like it's more two-sided. Yeah, Whereas the manga, it's very much like the unrequited love story that Koyuki claims it is. Yeah. Like, it's full-blown unrequited love. Yeah, yeah. In the show, they, in the, in the anime, they make it kind of seem a little bit more like use a little bit of a player. Or just, because he's so oblivious. They try to turn it into more, or they give it, like, harem plot lines. They do, yeah. Like, because even with their um, guitarist, they're, like, pushing it to where she's kind of, like, more invested in him than she is. Mm-hmm. Because no, she's granted, just the flustered. manga's the same way, too. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't say that in the manga, I don't know, maybe it comes across different 
for for me, just the way that I read it. In the manga, it seemed like she was flustered because she just didn't know how to interact with him. And she like had like a, like more of a schoolgirl crush, you know, like, oh, he's really like sweet and he's my first friend and you know, that kind of thing. Whereas in the anime, it seemed more like they portrayed it as her having like, she's got, she's caught feelings. I'm, it's weird because it's hard to distinguish like everything I know about the manga versus like up to this point. Yeah. Because I have, since I've read it through three times, I have, like, every individual thread, like, compartmentalized, I guess. Mm -hmm. My short-term memory is great for shit like that, yet I can't remember what the fuck I did yesterday. Anyway. (laughs) So, at least up to this point, like, it's not very blatant, but the longer the manga goes, you'll kind of see that a lot more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. From where I read up to, it seemed more like she had, like, more of a schoolgirl crush. Um, but then something massive happens in the manga, so I'm, like, she can catch feelings all she wants. <laughs> so episode three is Triangle, and this is where, like, you really get the idea that they're trying to push for this love triangle. Fitting, right? They're not hiding anything with the title. Uh, you know what? <laughs> you know when I read this title of this episode? What went through my, went through my mind? Hmm before I watched it, I was like, are they gonna, like, start a band and he's gonna be so bad at all the instruments that they make him play the triangle? <laughs> <laughs> That's where my brain went. It was like, he's gonna, he's, he doesn't know how to play any instruments, they're gonna start a band, they're gonna make him st- sit in the corner and play the triangle, because she wants him to be involved. I, I, okay, so I just had, like, major, major data lab vibes. Because there's like a school festival type thing that happens and the main character is like, (laughs) he's doing a band thing, but Mm -hmm. he makes one of the spirits who wants to be involved because that's like his main spirit and his main love interest out of all the harem spirits. Anyway, and so he gets her to play the tambourine. Like, everybody else gets fooled, like, keyboard, guitars, everything. She gets the fucking tambourine. Yep. You know, my mom played the triangle in school because she couldn't play any instruments. And a teacher gave up on her, so she gave her a triangle. <laughs> like, that actually <laughs> happened. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Giving that. <laughs> Telling everyone your secrets. <laughs> yeah. First you call them 60, and now the triangle. <laughs> yeah, uh... I'm in trouble this this week. I'm in trouble this week. Um, but yeah, Bradley, no. cut that out. <laughs> or not. I'll, Leave it in. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, next week, we'll uh, I'll keep you updated on whether or not my parents listened to this episode. And if I am or am not in trouble. Um, They're just going to play it out loud during the camping trip. <laughs> oh my god, no. No way. No, that I would die. I would die. Yeah. Couldn't handle. Could not handle. Anyways. Misaka, you and Fuka uh, get a summer job at a beach house because they save up. They need to save up money for instruments. They're all going to be a band together, the three of them. So they need money for instruments. And Fuka decides that they yeah, Fuka has decided that they're going to be a band. You oh uh, also uh, no, he's not here yet. Not here yet. He'll come next episode. You almost drowns in the sea, and he's not doing like at the beach house. They're working in like a restaurant, and he's not doing well at the restaurant. Then he almost drowns in the sea. He's having a great time. Fuka saves him, which results in um, CPR kisses. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> um, <laughs> the way that's phrased, CPR kisses. Right, yeah. Um, because, yeah, Fuka 
like gets leg cramp. He tries to save her, and uh, then she ends up saving him. And which is more common than you'd think. So if somebody's drowning, please get a lifeguard if you like have one available, because it's more common than you think that people end up getting themselves injured trying to save somebody else. So just put that out there. PSA with Blue. Um, and yeah, so then he ends up like kicking up the courage. And this is where we're also introduced to Beach House owner dude who we don't really know who he is right now, but he is intense and quite a rugged man. That's important. Well, not really important, but like it gives you kind of knowledge about that his character is more than it just a beach house dude because of the way that he's not like a beach house dude. He's like a beach house dude with spice. And you're like, well, where's this going? And then you find out. <laughs> what am I even talking about? Anyway. I don't know, mate. <laughs> I'm not, I'm sane. I'm not sane. I'm, anyway, Kyuki is in the area because she's filming for something. Uh, she's filming something. So she asks you to hang out during a rainy evening. PG precarious situation via a runaway umbrella happens. And Fuka happens to stumble across them, across uh, them, across them, upon them and across them, across <laughs> them. And... We're left on a cliffhanger. <laughs> There's many a flirting going on in episode three. <laughs> I'm, oh God, I'm insane. Um, episode four, live. You and Fuka are fighting because she's upset that he didn't tell her about his childhood friend who also happens to be her idol, even though he clears up that they're just friends. And yeah, uh, Kyuki is, is pretty devastated. Because he was just like, yeah, we're good, we're friends. And she's like, ouch. They struggle with apologizing to each other. But because of our favorite gay best friend, Steffi and Misaka steps in and gets them to reveal their feelings to each other. Well, kind of. He gets, he tricks you into saying really embarrassing things in front of Fuka. And then Fuka punches him and then says we're all good. Um, relatable. And then, <laughs> and then they discover that their teacher, the beach house owner, and some other dude, are actually retired members of the band Hedgehog, which they were all fans of when they were kids. And uh, and they're on, on hiatus because their bassist and their lead singer just disappeared six years ago. Fuka then ends up singing with them because she's like, I want to be in music. And they're like, well, you don't have any knowledge of music. And she's like, I can sing. And, and uh, Yu's like, yeah, she can sing because she sang after the concert. Or was it after the movie? After the concert. After the concert. And then it turns out the track recruiter that's been like, like trying to recruit her throughout this the first like three episodes is like, hey, I'm showing up as well because I'm still trying to recruit you for track. Um, and it turns out that he is also a drummer um, because he used to practice with his older brother who was in a band. And so they put the four of them together. They give you a bass guitar and are like, here, play this. And he's like, I've never held one in my life. What am I doing? And they're like, just play it. Um, and he somehow stands there with three heads for a while but then like plays <clears throat> he is very bizarre but then like in the manga it's explained that he is more of a genius in the anime he isn't explained as a genius he's just like oh yeah he just studied hard no i think the i think the manga does a really good job of portraying him as like he's working hard to get to yeah. that point yeah i just don't think that the anime gives him enough credit because no. he learnt their first concert was two months after he first touched a bass guitar. And he played two songs to perfection. Yeah. 
Well, not perfection according to the other guy, but like, you know, really well. To the point where people in the audience were like, hey, he's not bad. He's actually really good. Yeah, nobody in the audience noticed. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But of course, Only like, the if, if like, you are the band that wrote the songs that you played, would you notice? Yeah. But yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't think the anime gave him enough credit at his, because in the in the manga, they give him this level of like, oh, there's, because they, they always, like, Fuka is like the main genius of the band. Like, she's got this level of music, not just music, but like this aura about her that they're like, oh, she's born to be a performer, right? And then she's got the voice to match. But in the manga, they kind of, after the big event happens and beforehand, they give him more credit into being like, he is also on her level. He just was so shy and reserved that you couldn't see it. Whereas she was always a bubbly extrovert Mm. right off the bat. And I feel like he needed more credit in the anime. That's what I'm like. (laughs) Oh, he did. And if they should have just, they should have just stuck with the fucking manga. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the manga's better. Um, but we'll, I'll get, like, we'll once get we get to where it splits, mm-hmm. I'll talk about why the director did what he did. I'm curious. I don't know why he did. Um, and I'm curious because I also, like, I personally prefer the manga. I think it's way more dramatic. Um, so, yeah, it's a very different show. De- very different feel after what happens. Uh, but I... I prefer it all the way through. Like, especially the beginning with the, the triangle stuff. I just prefer the way that you handled it with Kyuki as opposed to the way he handles it in the anime. I don't like it with the anime. My recommendation, if you're going to do both, watch the show, then read the manga. It'll make you appreciate the manga so much more. Yeah, it was nice to be able to, like, see them perform and have it, like, mentally playing in your head as opposed to, like, reading the manga and being like, skip. You know? Oh yeah, that's that's so nice. Mm-hmm. Like actually knowing like what's being played and then that's why because after the artist released Wings of Light, I went back through and reread the manga after yeah. the fact. Mm-hmm. Cuz I was like the one song that I wanted music for after the fact. I was like I finally have it and I am so happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be really cool if somebody made an app specifically for music animes, this is so stupid, that as you're flicking through the pages, it plays the songs. So you can, like, put your headphones in, and it's playing the songs of the sound, and you're, like, reading the manga, and it's, like, playing the music as you go. Yeah, but as quickly as you read, you'd only get to hear, like, the intro, and then it'd be over. Yeah, but then you can, like, stay on the page and listen if you choose, or skip through. Could you imagine your line, April? Yeah, see, is what I'm saying. Like, how long that would take to get through that manga but like, that's what you did. But still. Oh, I would love it. Like, that would be amazing. Don't get me wrong. You, they could, like, skip through, and when you, like, flick the page, then they add the music video from the anime. Next page of the manga. Music video. Next page. Music, right? At that point, you could just watch the anime. Like, I know, but, like, I still think it would be cool. I think it would, I would enjoy it. Anyways. I think it'd be cool, don't get me wrong. Mm. So now they have a band. Yay! Episode five. One of us. The band starts practicing at a studio that is run by the third dude of the Hedgehogs. Um, I don't actually know. He's yeah. He's the guitarist. So he's Hisashi? lead guitar of Hedgehog. Yes. I'm. I forgot to write names down. So you might need to like fill in. Um. I got you, fam. Cool. Cool. And uh, yeah, so it's run by the guitarist of, of Hedgehog. And I always want to say the hedgehogs, but it's just hedgehog. Well, in the manga, it's the hedgehogs. 
Is it? Yeah. And then in the show, especially it's... the sub version, they just call it hedgehogs. Yeah. And that throws me for a loop because in the dub, okay, rant for a second. I, at one point, preferred the dub for the show rather than the sub mm-hmm. because the dub kept the original Japanese music. I don't know when Funimation changed it, but I'm pissed because they redid all of the songs, but in English, mm. they're not good. Oh, no. At all. Like, it makes me want to vomit hearing them. That's great. I just, I I can't, I can't. Oh, God, I'm thinking about it. No, carry on, please. (laughs) But yeah, so they end up going to the studio with the guitarist of of Hedgehog, and they are there, and while they're there and they're chatting with him, um, they see, they meet his little sister, who they'd actually bumped into at school previously, but it was just a quick meeting. And they bump into his little sister, uh, who has been kicked out of three bands previously because of her attitude. She does not, like, mix with people well. But she has some serious guitar skills. So they recruit her uh, after some more embarrassing stuff. And although uh, she's really standoffish at first, she learns to... When she learns that you and her have actually been friends online for a while on Twitter, they... She, like, opens up to him. And you starts practicing with... You starts practicing really hard with the others, trying to get... uh, Because he's, like, trying to catch up to them. They're all getting back into their music. Because, yeah, one of them's, like, classically trained in the piano, but he's trying to then pick up rock on the keyboard, which is different, but similar. Um, and then you've got, like, people just, like, practice the guitarist, uh, your drummer just, like, practicing your drummer. The guitarist is the only one who's, like, she's the only one who's got it down. But she is the sister of the guitarist from the most from famous band in Japan. Yeah. So, yeah. So she's, she's like, the only one that's, like, elite. And Fuka, because they consider her like a prodigy, kind of. A singing prodigy. But she doesn't play any instruments. She just sings. Even though she was going to pick up lead guitar. But then she dropped guitar when they found her. Where am I at? Oh yes, they held practice section. Uh, But then they try to hold the practice section. But they can't because... Wait, no, what? Huh? (laughs) Oh yeah, they hold practice section in... in, uh, They meet grandma. They hold it in a garage. It's fun times. And... (laughs) Fuka then tells them that their first concert is gonna ha- their first live is gonna happen in just two months at school festival, um. So they're gonna they're gonna be playing there at school festival in just two months. So they better get going. Episode six, Kiyuki. This is her backstory, and this is where we get to learn Tamachan with like everything that's going into detail about the reason why she suddenly moved, the fact that her parents were fighting a lot, um, and that. Uh, you was like her escape when she was a child, which is why she caught such strong feelings for him because when they were really young, she would go home, her parents would be constantly fighting, she'd be hiding under a duvet crying, and then she would leave and he was always happy and like running around with her, except he was a crybaby, but he tried to protect her and like be nice to her and all this kind of stuff, and she ended up finding comfort in him. And then one day, just after her birthday, or like on her birthday, um, her dad tells her that he's just like up and and leaving, and her mom says that they're moving in with um, her granddad. And so they move away. And she can't bring herself to tell you. So in Yu's, like, experience of childhood, um, she was there one day and gone the next. She, you then gets invited by her to a concert in the near future. In, it's like her Christmas concert. And her and Fuka end up bonding over dirty clothes in a bath. And there's more plot. She <laughs> tells... Uh, she tells Fuka about 
how she writes her songs and her songwriting method and about her unrequited love. And Fuka tells her that she isn't romantically interested in anything, in anyone at the moment. And yeah, Kyuki is kind of suspecting that Fuka has feelings for you, but when Fuka says that, that she isn't romantically interested in anyone, Kyuki takes that as a, okay, so I can pursue this and I know that she's not interested, I'm not gonna, like, she's not competition. And Fuka then also says, I support you, you have my, like, she doesn't know who she's supporting her unrequited love, but she knows that she's an unrequited love and she's like, I hope it goes well. Gives her blessing. Episode 7, Blown Up. The day before Yu's first concert, a picture gets posted on Twitter of Yu and Kyuki um, when they were renewing the promise outside of his house to perform on the same stage together one day. And the fans aren't pleased. Yu tries to help the situation by tweeting that they're just friends, they're just childhood friends, and they're sorry for any confusion. Kyuki feels like she needs to come clean, and so she explains and confesses on TV that he was her unrequited love and the subject of all of her songs previously, and this causes her fans to think that he is an absolute asshole because he was just like oh yeah we're just friends and then she was like actually i'm head over heels in love with him and have been for many years and then they're like how could you say that and publicly humiliate her like that you're horrible and so they figure out because of his previous tweets that he has this concert that he's going to be performing his first concert and so they all want to crash like she has a load of male fans and they're like we're gonna crash this concert and we're gonna like ruin this concert for him because he's a dick. Um, because she didn't think about how they were going to react. But yeah, Yu's feeling like all kinds of conflicted about this whole situation. Fuka's conflicted as well, but she, because she doesn't know how she's feeling about her emotions because she's telling herself that she doesn't like him, but her emotions are saying, why do I feel awkward about this? And then, but he figures out that the band is supporting him through everything and that he has friends. And so they band together <laughs> and uh, end up going out on stage. And Kyuki puts on a disguise and goes to the concert. And when she's standing in the crowd with all of these guys, she finally understands the weight of her actions uh, because of the angry audience. And that is where we're left off with them just about to go on stage. Episode eight, top. They perform even uh, with you getting hit with a bottle. Um, he gets his head cut, his bass, guitar gets broken, the neck gets snapped. And everyone, and Kyuki, like, is is getting all, like, surrounded by people because she told them all to, like, chill. She was like, hey, just let him play or whatever she said, I don't know. Uh, his sisters are there and they're getting kind of attacked. Everyone is, like, it's going bad. The lights go down. Uh, the lights turn back on, stage lights go on, and they start playing. And everyone stops and just watches. And they end up really liking the music. And Kyuki ends up even joining them for a song. And her and Fuka, in the anime, just have a nice sweet duet. In the manga, have a battle of voices. Um. Yeah, the... Now granted, in the anime, like, you can tell that they're definitely singing in unison rather yeah. than harmony. Yeah. But the... They explain it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so she, Kyuki ends up apologizing to the crowd and the audience for upsetting them. Um, she asks her stands to back off from you and his family. They didn't have anything to do with it. And she apologizes and all of her fans are just like, it's okay, we love you still. And the band then comes up with their name after the concert ends, which is The Fallen Moon. After the 
commotion, Kyuki was told not to contact you for a while. And he is really worried because the concert happens and then she just dips. Even more so when it's posted that all of her upcoming events have been cancelled due to her health. Yu finally gets her on a call where she tells him that she is fine, but he doesn't believe her. So he runs to find her because he hears ocean waves in the background. So he's like, I know exactly which beach she's at and goes to find her because anime, anime logic. logic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and when they meet, she tells him that her voice doesn't work because of stress-induced injury. Um, and uh, she also apologizes for loving him, and he hugs her. And this is where shit starts to slowly fall apart. Yeah. So I would say probably, yeah, this episode is probably the, the biggest difference. But there are slight differences leading up to this point. But in the manga, this is where you start being able to be like, huh. That's not how that went. Yeah, no, because in the next episode, Koyuki and you start dating, whereas in the manga, you and Fuka start dating. Yes. And oh, the relationship of the manga is just so cute. It is. It's really adorable. And I, but this, the thing about with the the anime though is that you don't want him to get with Kyuki. You want him to get with Fuka. But you can't be mad at Kyuki. Like, she's not a bad guy throughout this. No, like, she's definitely not. Like, if anything, you, like, you root for both. Like, you want mm -hmm. Fuka to work out, but you don't you want would Kiki be fine to be either way. Yeah. yeah. And um, there's a couple of moments where both Kyuki and Fuka in the anime do things that are like, oh, that's a little bit underhanded. Or a little bit like, you know, like uh, running after him, uh, like he's going to run after one of them and like they'll like hold him back and be like, you can't, like um when in the Umbrella incident happened a few bits, episodes ago where um, they're on the beach and it's raining and they're lighting fireworks and stuff and Fuka comes up and they've just, like him and Fuka have just had this really cute like understanding of each other and they've been flirting all week and like it's been real cute. And then she comes and they're just hanging out. And he says, uh, you're a really good friend. I, uh, he does kind of, well, he just says, oh, you're really pretty. And she's like, oh my God, thank you. And he's like, well, I suppose you must be because of your position as an idol. And you can tell that he's like embarrassed by it, but you can also kind of see that he doesn't mean it romantically. He does mean it platonically and then gets embarrassed because then he's like, oh, I didn't mean to hit on you, but I think I kind of did. And and then Fuga comes over and he goes to run after her and Kyuki like holds on to him. And you're like, Ugh. but you still can't be mad at her about it. But you want him to be like, sorry, Kyuki, I've got to run off after Fuga, you know? Yeah. But yes, there's a couple of moments like that where you're like, ah, uh, I want you to get left in the dust so that he can be with Fuga. But you also, you can't be mad at her. No. But anyway, yeah. Episode nine, date. Fuka decides that she is going to write a song for the band to perform next. You and Kyuki are now officially a couple and she doesn't really know uh, how she feels about that. Fuka does not know where she's going with that. Um, the song's coming along really well, but she's really struggling with the lyrics. And Fuka is also at this time scouted by a music producer who wants her for her singing talent but not the rest of her bandmates she declines immediately she says nope sorry i'm with my band not happening you is rapidly improving at the bass um and practicing really hard and kyuki is also feeling kind of insecure and conflicted because of the fact that she has an incredibly busy work schedule and now he's at school and with all these band practices and practicing guitar all the time and like 
yeah, and practicing his bass all the time, you know? And and so there's kind of like, it's not a stable relationship between the two of them. And you can tell that she's like, I think at this point she says, oh, this can't go on or something like that because she gets upset because she wants to just, she wants to be a normal high school girl who's like sees him at school every day, but she can't because she's an idol. Um, And yeah, this is a huge difference to the manga. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Episode 10, Fate. Fuka finishes the lyrics, but is having a really hard time now that she's come to terms with her love for you. The bassist and lead singer for Hedgehog comes back and they end up watching the Fallen Moon perform. This is also very different from the manga. Mm-hmm. Misaka gets uh, disowned so that he can play music. That's another thing as well. Like he gives up his whole life of being a posh rich boy <laughs> to play keyboard for them. And he doesn't tell anybody. He is He's just like, yeah, my life is just like, this is it. I'm on my own now. I don't have parents or anything. And he's just like so casual about it. Nobody knows that he's given up his entire everything for this band. Mm-hmm. Like he is so, he is the most invested. He's got the most to lose. And he just doesn't, doesn't say anything. At least as far as the anime is concerned. Mm-hmm. They perform it, uh, yes, they end up performing the new song that she has the lyrics finally written for. And Kyuki was in the audience, so she saw and she heard the lyrics. And these lyrics uh, from Fuka are expressing her love to you. And before, before this, before the show, oh, this yeah. is where... Is where the big thing happens. Everything splits. There is no coming back. Second spoiler chicken hat. This is this is a big one. It's I, I'm not kidding when I say it. if you haven't read the manga, this is huge. This changes everything. This is not a small detail. This is absolutely massive. If you have not read the manga, I implore you, pause this podcast, go to chapter 20 online, wherever you're reading the manga. I say chapter 20, because that's probably where the differences start around there. Uh maybe 25. I don't know, 2025. 20, Go around there. And the chapters are quite short, so you can skip through them pretty easy. And read this section, because it's so different. Okay, anyway, second spoiler check out. Brad, would you like to tell the world what the difference is? Going in to this chapter, so they're all getting ready to go play a gig. Mm-hmm. You, Sara, Mikasa, and Senpai, because I can't remember his fucking name, the drummer, are all at the venue and they're waiting. They're waiting on Fuka to get there because she's running late because that's who Fuka is. She's never punctual about anything. Yeah. And on their way there, she's crossing the street and her phone charm that she got with you breaks. Yeah. And so she stops in the middle of the road to get it and she gets hit by a truck and dies. Yeah. And in the anime, they hint at it. Because, again, the charm breaks in the middle of the road. She stops to get it. But the truck swerves, stops, and is yelling at her like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and it runs over her charm and breaks the charm, but she's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's where the big difference is it continuously. Because in the manga, you, then, like, the band has to go on stage, but they don't have a lead singer. So they're like, well, who's going to sing? And so, some of them don't know the lyrics to the song. Uh, others just have bad voices. And you goes, because previously you had sung to Fuka at the shrine where they were just like hanging out. And he started singing. She's like, you actually have a good voice. And he was like, oh, thank you. Um, and uh, and that didn't happen in the anime. And then in the uh, in the manga, uh, because they have to go on stage, you's like, well, I'll just fill in with her for her this time. And then, you know, we could just, because we have to keep going. Like we have to go up. So he goes up 
And when he does, it's discovered that he actually is on the same level as Fuka for singing talent, but he now also plays the bass. So then you have the hedgehogs looking over them and being like, ah, it seems like there wasn't only one prodigy in this band. Yeah, it's like, it's unheard of to have two geniuses in the same band. Yeah. Yet, because that's like is a second one. Because mm-hmm, it's kind of like a theme throughout the the um, manga up until this point of different musicians saying you only need one genius to make a band. Yeah, like all it takes is one person to bring a band together. Yeah, like Tama was for the Hedgehogs, how Fuka or how they thought Fuka was for the Fallen Moon. Yeah, and yet come to find out it was both you and Fuka. Yeah. Well, because Fuka would have never turned to music if it wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. So it kind of was you all the way from the beginning. You just don't realize it until this point. It's just weird how all of it just kind of branches off from here. And the reason being is because the director stated in an interview that the reason he split it off is because he wanted an ending where Fuka survived. Like he wanted a happy ending for the anime. And I... But it... In, I don't agree. No, I don't agree either. I think that it's kind of happy, though. I mean, it's it's horrible in the manga, but it it's it's relatable. It's it's it is bittersweet, but it it goes further than that. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But I also don't know. Were they only approved for like one season? Was it going to be a one season, one and done thing for the anime? No. Mm-mm. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but in... We're skipping ahead a lot here, but at this point, I would much rather talk about the manga than the show, because the show's fucking bullshit after this. <laughs> anyway, during the credits, as they roll for episode 12, yeah, you see little snippets of what happens or what takes place in the manga. Like, Koyuki is stepping away from music and starting another band called Rabbits. Yeah. You have the hedgehogs playing a giant festival. You get introduced to Fuka Owl. Yeah. Who you really get reacquainted or you really get acquainted to in the manga from this point on. And then you meet another band whose name I can't even bother to tell you because it's, yeah. But all of this is major plot points that take place in the manga. Yeah. From literally where this split happens on. Yeah. And you see it in the credits. It's like they had planned on making a second season, but they can't. Yeah, because they messed it up. Yeah, yeah because you... this this was so late in the stage of the manga being written. Like, the manga was a year from being finished. Yeah. At this point. Like, they should have been about 150-ish chapters into the manga, and they split it at chapter 35. Yeah. So, there wasn't... I they don't know how they could have went in and told the story from there on out. Yeah, it feels like they got to, like, episode 8 or 9, and execs at the, the manga, at the anime studio, were like, hey, we're not approving this for a second season. And so they were like, well, now we have to wrap it up with a nice bow because we can't leave it with her dying. So, because we only are going out with 12 episodes, so how are we going to change it within, like, three episodes? I wish, with everything in me, like, I get... Dead Man Wonderland, I would kill for a second season for that. But out of any show, for me personally, that I think deserves to be continued or rebooted, yeah, they should full metal alchemist this show. I agree. I agree. I would really, really love to see the correct ending. Yes, because uh, yeah. I 
I love how the manga progresses from here. I'm not going to go into detail because I'm not going to spoil anything for Blue either. Just like I'm not going to spoil anything for the rest of you all. If you only read up to listening. Point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause yes, like, because like I'm around it's... chapter 50, so I do know where it's going. Um, mm-hmm. And I was so mad at Fuka in the anime at this point. Uh, because mm-hmm. anyway, so they go on, they play with in the anime. They go on stage. She plays with them. She gets there on time. But after the performance, they go backstage and she tells them, because she's upset that you is with um, Kyuki, uh, she's upset about that and romance and everything. So she says, I'm going solo and I quit. And I, oh, the fact that Mikasa just got disowned this episode, like his whole, like his, his dad's like, get out, never see me again. And then that episode, she's like, I quit the band. I was fuming i was i was so mad at her i was like you selfish uh for like a no i don't know that that's why yeah it it genuinely made me dislike her so much because it was so self-centered to just not give them any warning any heads up to just be like yeah quit it's chill so mad anyway episode 11 band the band falls apart without fuka um kiyuki and you split up because we all know he ain't down with her and she <sighs> consent <laughs> questionable yeah she does back off but like she pushes things a little bit there just saying kiki <laughs> um just put that out there but anyway they split um and uh fuka is now with an agency she's uh like recording music the bandle splits off they go back to track and field uh mikasa goes back home and begs his family for forgiveness to accept him back in so he can take a business degree and I don't know, be a non-musician. And um, and uh, Sarah joins a new band. You is miserable. <laughs> and Fuga's not responding to anybody. She's not, like, responding any to anything that they're saying. But you then kind of gets to a revelation after QQ and him split. And he sits down and he gets to work and he writes a song. And so he goes around and he gives the song to all of his bandmates and he says meet me at danny's i think it's danny's yep um because it's totally not that one breakfast restaurant that we all know what it is that is danny's no no mm-hmm. it, it no waffle house yeah that's it that's exactly <laughs> what it is it's i hope i think that's what they were in um uh, yeah okay i got you i got mm-hmm. you yeah um <laughs> uh but they meet at danny's um and everyone comes together except for fuka she is not there but the band are like well we're together now so we can just practice and play and when she returns we'll be ready for her and episode 12 fair wind fuka runs into kyuki and she tells her that her and you broke up she says that Fuka should follow her heart because otherwise it would have all been more painful for her. Um, Yu doesn't stop trying to get Fuka to join the band and they have this, like, they were asked by the place where they performed their last concert to come back and so they confirmed the day of the gig and they're like, okay, well, we'll go and she'll either be here or she won't. And on the day of the gig, finds her and admits his love for her and she reciprocates his feelings and she returns with him, apologizes to the band and they have their concert performing a song that you wrote to bring them back together. And that is the end of the show of the anime. And it sucks compared to the the manga. Like, I, I can't, it doesn't feel right. It's so surface To sit here and shit on the anime 
but the music is literally the only saving grace. Music's for this great. Show. Music's great. If you take away the music and the songs, the show gets a fucking two. I'm willing to give it a five because of the music. But the manga, I give it a solid nine and a half. The manga is way more emotional. It plays on the, it tugs on the heartstrings. It's very shocking. There's a lot of different turns of events that are unexpected to the reader, which is very satisfying as a reader, and especially as a person who reads a lot of manga and watches a lot of anime. Um, it's nice to be able to be surprised by what happens. You know? Mm -hmm. And that was a very surprising turn of events. Yeah, you don't expect them to kill off their, like, main or secondary main character. The, the, the well main love the main interest. Character. Just be like, oh, yeah. yeah. Especially when things are, I don't know, the way that they the way that they laid them out. It seemed, it just, it came out of the blue, you know? Yeah, because they had it laid out. Like, it was going to be, like, this perfect love story. Because in the manga, Koyuki straight out confesses to you after their first concert she's like i love you and fuka i want you to hear this like i'm not going to stop loving you yeah. and fuka just takes off running and you is just like look i love fuka yeah and takes off and runs after her yeah i, I had to bite my tongue anyway uh, it's... But yeah it's it's a lot and then they yeah they end up having a really sweet relationship and Kyuki then ends up leaving music, well, leaving her solo career as an idol. And then the way that Yu then handles her death afterwards, and it's the way- It's very real. It's, and it is it's, real. Like, I like how he took up some of her mannerisms. Like, he stopped using a cell phone. He started listening to actual physical CDs mm -hmm. instead of listening to music on his phone. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Uh, he and the way that he brings the band back together because obviously when she dies the band separates again, but the way that he brings the the band back together in in the manga feels more real mm -hmm. as opposed to I feel like the um the way that it happens in the anime feels kind of more like um like a like love actually kind of like Valentine's romance stuff like mm -hmm. really surface level. Uh, Plotline to be like, hey, I'm gonna give you a time and a place. Feel, uh, hear my feelings on this CD, and then meet me at this time and place, and then we will wait for her to return to us. And it feels really childish. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the 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 manga has so much more depth to it. I don't think that the anime's bad at all. I'm not gonna say that the anime's bad. It's a cute little story. I think if you watch it and you don't read the manga, you would enjoy it as a cute little story. You would uh, think, oh, it's a sweet little ending. I still don't really forgive Fuka in the anime though, because they don't give her enough time to to redeem herself at the end. Because she mm -hmm. like it's the last episode where she apologizes to everyone, and you're still pissed at her. Um, she apologizes to everyone, they get up on stage and they have a good concert. But like that doesn't I don't forgive her when I watch the anime. I'm I like get to the end and I was like, oh that's sweet, but like I would still be pissed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like if I look at the anime as its own separate entity, like forget the manga, forget all that. If I go off my emotions I had the first time I watched the show, if I remember correctly, if I had to rate it the first time I watched it, I would probably give it a seven. Because I was completely sucked in by the music. Like, having Climbers High from the Hedgehogs be the opening theme and, like, have it be a reoccurring theme throughout the show. Mm -hmm. I really like that. The Town Where the Stars Fall, I listen to on a very regular basis. I love the damn song to bits. Mm -hmm. Like, the music truly is the show saving grace in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Now, if I look at it with the manga, like I said, show gets a fucking three. 
the music brings it up to a five, maybe a six. I don't know. Yeah. I agree with you. I think the music's really good. I think for a, uh, like, non-classical music anime, um, this is probably my favorite music. I know that we Mm. um, have reviewed quite a few music scented animes in the past this specifically music month but we have uh reviewed quite a few beforehand but this i think is probably my favorite music for a more modern take mm-hmm. i did find the animation stilted in movement in a few like it, when i'm watching it i felt like especially i think it, it all comes down to like uh, yeah i just didn't like the fact that they were like playing their instruments and their fingers went on the strings of their guitar like they they i didn't expect them to be i didn't expect it to be like your line april where they had um cgi'd it so like the fingers were actually moving to all the keys and it was correct i wasn't expecting that but i didn't like how it does feel stilted because they're doing like up close this is a guitar solo and their fingers aren't moving i or like not even on the fret you know yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's like, if you had it in, like, one chord and you just, like, and then they switched to another chord and then switched to another chord and you did, like, three frames. So. I wouldn't have been mad at that. But the thing, like, the fact what that I think? Like, uh, what? The manga is more well-drawn than the actual anime is. I And that's backwards for a lot of cases. Yeah, I, get, I think that's fair. Because there were a few shots in the manga of how, especially how Koyuki is drawn. Yeah. To where I feel like it doesn't come across as well in the anime Mm -hmm. they did i don't know (sighs) yeah i definitely not top quality music animation or music anime animation yeah a lot of the stuff i give it a pass because watching it through this time again like i felt like my judgment was a little bit warped but at the same time i can't hold I can't hold a smaller budget production to the same standard as I hold your line April. I'm going to compare the two. You bet your ass I'm going to compare the two. But I can't just shit all over it because it's not the same. Agreed. Agreed. I I just feel like I did find the movement stealthed to the point where I was watching it. And as I was watching it, I was going, oh, that doesn't look quite right. Um, and I've seen like, the, the like, thing about it is, is I guess... Because I watch so many sports animes, I'm used to movement being a top priority in animation. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen some really like old, cheaply made animes. But because they're sports animes, they have really good movement. And I don't know. I just felt like yeah, like there's moments where like he's running to go and catch someone because the, like Fuka or something is run off and is crying or whatever, and he's running to go catch up with her, and he looks really weird. I don't know. Yeah. To the point where I'm like, he looks weird, you know? <laughs> not to, mm. like, it's it's not forgivable. It's uh, because I, I think it while I'm watching it. And that's my big thing is if I think his movement looks weird while I'm watching an anime, then the anime is either not drawing me in with the storyline to where I'm getting distracted or, and or, the movement is really weird. So maybe the movement wasn't that bad and the storyline was just letting me be distracted by small things or the movement was really weird. <laughs> All are very viable options at this point. Yeah. But what did you think of the voice acting in general? The voice acting on both the sub and the dub were good. Mm-hmm. It, it was good. It wasn't great by any means. But also, at this point, it didn't help watching it through this time. Like, trying to watch it through both ways. And me being spoiled while watching 
Sword Art and ReZero week to week right now. Mm-hmm. So I can't I can't shit on it too much whenever I have master classes of storytelling and voice acting and everything else going on to this. Mm-hmm. Like it's a romance anime that is a cheap imitation of the manga. So I can't I can't fault it. But it was good. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I agree. I agree. It's 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 good. I didn't have any moments where I was like that voice acting a little bit. Um, so yeah, I give it a good pass. I, uh, yeah, I think it was fine. It was fine. I'm excited for next week's topic. What are we covering next week? Seeing yesterday for me. Ooh, that's super exciting. It was apparently a massive sleeper hit for a lot of people Mm. last year, this year. Was it this year? I can't, when the fuck did it come out? Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, take me home. Got the breath out. (laughs) To the play. I belong. Anime. (laughs) If it's hey, don't judge. Ten out of ten. <laughs> I that's gonna be. I need that needs to be a cover. Somebody crunchy roll that. Crunchy roll, take me home. <laughs> why does that I work? I don't know why me? I thought crunchy roll would tell me. Um, I need to. I need to Google it. Uh, but yeah, I think I would give the what I've read of the manga so far. I have not finished the manga, but what I've read of the manga so far, I definitely rate higher than what I. Uh, watched from the anime, but I can't fault the anime because I did, I've enjoyed it. I had a good time while watching it. I, if, if I'm not comparing it to the manga and I'm only basing it off of the anime, comparing it to other animes, I'm going to rate this a six because I enjoyed it. I thought it was a bit of fun. I think if you watched it with a friend, like you'd have a good time. The music is really good. Super catchy. And uh, the storyline is decent. You know, it's, 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 it's decent. The thing that pushes me over the edge into the positives for it being a six as opposed to a five, because that's where I'm trying to rank five. Five, I'm trying to make my neutral. So it's five, it's decent, it's good, like it's fine. Um, anything below five is bad. Anything above five is better. The reason why I put it at a six is because the music was really good. Really enjoyed the music, had a good time listening to it. We'll listen to it outside of the anime. The manga, I am rating at an eight currently. I'm excited to see where it goes. The reason why it's currently an eight is because there is a person uh, who I am, have just started reading about who is absolutely garbage. He is garbage human. Um, and he aggravates my little bones. So, Wait, who is it? Um, it's the, uh, you, you should use her death as promotion. I'm envious that your lead singer died, dude. Oh, the lead dude of that band whose name I can't remember, yeah, but he's absolute, a fucking garbage piece of shit. Yeah, absolute garbage human. And because right now that is the last thing that's on my brain because that's where I got to, uh, it's an eight from me. We're going to we're gonna have to revisit this for next week's episode because I have a feeling you're just going to keep reading. I am going to keep reading. Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep reading and I'll let you guys know next week um, when I finish the manga yeah, you're gonna have it finished next I'll week i'll have it finished next week um, <laughs> I, I look forward to discussing yeah. the rest of it with you so bring your spoiler chicken hats for next week yes. because i like i wanted to sit down and discuss the whole manga this week but since blue's actually into it then we can yeah we can discuss it next week i'm excited yeah i'm so excited yeah no i'm definitely gonna finish it's it so um, fucking good but yeah so next week sing yesterday for me mm-hmm Definitely, a, from my understanding, from a lot of people, the anime community absolutely loved it. And it was a sleeper hit for this year mm-hmm. because it premiered through June of this year mm-hmm. is when it ran. Wow, so it's pretty recent. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it. I think it'll be good. Yeah. A good continuation for 
anime or not anime month. Fuck. Every month is anime month. <laughs> Every for us. month is anime Music month. month. Um, yes, music month. I'm excited. I am nervous though because it means that we're one week closer to Kids on Slope. Death week. <laughs> to death week. Um, this is my revenge to Brad from uh, for your lay in April um, because it is. This is my your lay in April. Um, Kids on Slope. Is... This is this is worse than your lie in April though. Yeah. At least your lie in April makes you cry and then you're just emotionally scarred, whereas. Kids on a slope is aggravating. A, I'm going to just fuck your feelings. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. It's so oh, it's so it's aggravating your feelings, but it's so devastatingly and uh, it's a lot. Anyway, get excited for that. Because that's coming. Yeah, that's that's going to be an episode. We that's going to be a time. That's going to be a time. It's going to be a t- I'm not looking forward to it. I can't believe we're covering it. Why why am I doing this to myself? Um, this is what you get for letting me decide the schedule. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, you, you have to suffer. You, you have to suffer through sports month. So I shall get my. I won't get any revenge. Then they're sports. They're not emotional. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I think I yeah I think that's. Oh, did you rate the manga? What did you give the manga out of ten? Uh, nine and a half. Nine and a half makes sense. It sits at. I think it's my favorite manga of all time, honestly. Oh wow, that's high praise. I've read, I've read a lot of manga, and yet it beats your line April. It beats your line April because your line April to me, the manga does a good job of <clears throat> portraying the emotion and everything that the show has, but lacking the music, it lacks depth. Right, that makes sense. Granted, I love it, but it just doesn't sit as well with me as it should. Now. A Silent Voice probably sits right below this one. Mm-hmm. A Silent Voice is an absolute masterpiece of a film. I look forward to making you watch that at some point. Because, again, I obviously don't care about your feelings. Yeah, no, you don't, do you? <laughs> no, but you're getting your revenge. Anyway, um, but yeah, I obviously I must really enjoy the manga to have been willing to sit through and read it a fourth time. Because I've literally read it in a week. I sat down for this episode to start it and finish it, and I have, and I'm very pleased that I did. It's an absolute joy to read, and yeah, definitely since it's top. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect, but nine and a half. Solid, 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 solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds fair to me. Plugs? Plugs. Blue. Twitch. Monday through Saturday. Except for Wednesdays. Eight to ten. Mountain Standard Time. She does art. <laughs> I do art. Uh, I will be getting back into gaming. I have just recently been needing some art therapy. So we have been doing a lot more art streams than normal. But yeah, I do do games as well. We we need to set up our 1v1. We do. I look forward to demolishing you. <laughs> Good luck with that. I t- you, you know what I'm going to do? What? Inside my castle that I have built on my server that I'll send you an invite for whenever you decide to download the Microsoft version. I'm going to build a little arena for us to fight in. I feel like that would be a really grand idea. Like, build an arena for our 1v1 showdown of the ages. PvP, Minecraft, 1v1, best out of three. I'd say best of ten. Best of ten. Best... Yeah, best of ten. Best of ten's an even number. You have to do best of nine. Because otherwise there might be a draw. And then, best of then nine. We're back, gotta, we're back gotta to gotta Mike Tyson again, aren't we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways... Brad, 
that's you. You have an Instagram. Brad Carter Gaming. Uh, he also does have Twitch, but uh, rarely streams now because he's currently on hiatus. However... All the things. All, Brad Carter Gaming. Yeah, Brad Carter Gaming. It just is on the things, except for Twitter, because he doesn't have one. However, he does run our Twitter, uh, which is Anime. And also our Instagram, which is also at BNB Anime. We're BNB Anime on everything. So if you would like to send us your artwork, if you would like to tag us in products or anime or posts or memes or whatever, at BNB Anime on the socials. And yeah, send us your questions, send us your opinions. If you don't agree with what we said today on today's podcast, tell us that you didn't agree because we'll battle it out no i'm just kidding um we we love to hear your guys's feedback and your guys's opinions uh, because we are not professional reviewers in the sense that we are just two dweebs that enjoy anime we none we haven't gone to school for this we don't know what we're talking about we are just idiots that watch a lot of anime so if you are also an idiot that watches a lot of anime join us in the discussions via the socials via the youtube comments via all of that fun stuff our youtube is also B&B Anime. We're B&B Anime on everything. Literally everything. You can also find us on our website www.bnbanime.com Yeah. Blue also has Instagram and Twitter. I do. At BlueLavenderSTM. Although she doesn't use it ever. I do use my Instagram more than I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying and my Twitter does get automatic tweets out whenever I go live. So there's those. But uh, I'm not good at social media. <laughs> Yet it was your job. It was my job. And now I've deteriorated because it is no longer my job. Although it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you also have an Instagram about cacti. Do you post on that? No. No. No, I just I just have that username you... saved because I'm humored. It's very funny. I, I don't think I will ever break you that badly again. I cried. It was so funny. He just messages me and he's like, hey, so um, you remember that cactus corner thing with Prickly? Yeah, I got an Instagram account for it. Um, at the adorable prick. And I pissed myself. It was so funny. I Live on stream. I, I literally broke you live on stream. I couldn't handle it. I absolutely lost my shit. It hit me in the giggle dick. And I could, <laughs> I could not. I could not deal with it. It was too funny. It was so funny, in fact, that the next day I told my mom about it in the mall and pissed myself laughing all over again. And people were looking at me like I had three heads because I was in the middle of a shopping mall on a Saturday, crying my eyes out from laughter, trying to explain to my mom that you have an Instagram account that posts pictures of cacti with the tag, the adorable prick. I fucking lost my shit dude it was so funny but you also have an adorable instagram for being yeah. at the best tilly bean i do i don't post on that very often but you may be getting some more pictures on the instagrams uh this weekend because like i said i'm going camping except yeah so on the sunday that this goes out uh i would have already i would i'm gonna be in the mountains all by myself you will be all by yourself because i'm gonna be where the people are I'm gonna That's see, fine. gonna see I... them dancing, walking along on those. What's that word again? Feet. <laughs> Sorry. Are you good, mate? ADHD just happened. <laughs> I don't I'll, even remember uh, what I said. I won't pester you. I won't send you any stupid shit. Oh, I said I want to be, and then I ended up in area. What? What? Don't worry about me. I'm in my own world. But if I don't worry about you, who who's going to? Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that went sideways. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Next week. Sing yesterday for me. Thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. We will catch y'all next week. Bye-bye. Bye.